podcast with Nicole and John Ellen. Welcome to another episode of the Radical Awareness podcast. We have been on a little mini hiatus, but we are back. We're so back, John. We're back, but uh, not without its struggles. It has been a challenging time, um, and we're going to be addressing some of those challenges today in our chat as we do. Um, not pulling any punches, as the case may be. <laughs> now, uh, one of the things we want to cover is talking about uh, this whole situation from the lens of collective trauma. Um, and Nicole is going to bring us into this idea of collective trauma and what it starts to do to kind of group mentality and kind of group behavior and things along those lines. So buckle in, here we go. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, so I think here where we are in, in, in New Zealand, in Auckland specifically, um, this week is the week that brings our country into official segregation. And that is a crazy, sad time. And it's really, really amazing to see all of the different perceptions and views around this and the lack of understanding. And so as much as I'm talking about collective trauma, because our whole country and the whole world, but I'm specifically now speaking about what's happening in New Zealand in this very current moment, um, is that we are being well, collectively traumatized and there's so much um, emotion and processing that needs to be felt and done and I think the push, well, I know the push, especially from the powers that be, is kind of like, let's just keep going and let's positivity, positivity blanket it. And, oh, look, we're so excited because we're all opening and it's fine, even though it's endorsing mass segregation and epic levels of trauma and pain and divide and bullying and coercion, as if this was something to celebrate. And there's so many... Uh, views, but so much lack of integrity. So I want to talk about collective integrity and, and what is this and kind of collective morals really and how people seem to feel so entitled to be dickheads. I'm like, this is not your entitled right to be a dickhead. I'm going to read a quote um, which comes from an article in a New Zealand newspaper from today. It is an opinion piece and the author's name is Virginia Fallon. Um, and it starts like this. This is the very start of the article. How do you prove to someone you love they should get vaccinated? You don't. You don't love them if you're trying to make them do something they don't want to do. Let me just point that part out. Next line. You don't because it won't work. What you need to do is bribe, blackmail, trick, or shame them into it. You need to use every dirty emotional method under the sun, and when they finally succumb, they'll hate you for it. But at least they'll be alive to do it. Personally, I'd rather be dead. And this is a huge misunderstanding around death as well. But there is so many layers of wrong and lack of integrity in this tiny opinion piece, which I mean, probably to the people listening to this podcast, I don't need to outline that. But it is very upsetting and not even upsetting. It is so embarrassing that I live with fellow humans 
who accept this type of behavior and actually think it's okay, that it is moral and normal to act like this within our families and our communities and our social groupings. It's just absolutely insane. There is no integrity. And this, the lack of trust and the lack of love and all of those things is just beyond my comprehension. But what I really want to focus on is this week specifically is one, so many people are focusing on how it's exciting because they get to go back into their businesses, right? And I get it. Like if you've got a mortgage to pay, if you've got kids to look after, you know, all of these things and you're like, wow, I've really had to compromise a lot of my own values and my own worth to take a potentially a medical treatment that I didn't want to, or maybe you did, but regardless, it should be your own choice, what you choose to do. And that you've had to do that uh, to go back to work to survive because we basically live in systems of slavery. And we're doing that very much in essence against our will. And at the same time, you've got to then go back and segregate parts of the population and not accept people into your business and, you know, become like a a mini god or a, or a police officer as you govern over other individuals, sovereign beings, you govern over them, how they are able to move in the world, how they're able to express what they're able to choose to buy, what they're able to choose to do. That is fucked up. Excuse my language. So this is happening right now. And so many people are focused on, I'm excited. And I'm like, wow, which part of us as a human is excited about about segregation, right? About separating humanity, about creating such violence and misunderstanding. And it, it, it's so disturbing because we're cutting ourselves off from our hearts and from our emotions and just from our innate humanity. And so I feel, I feel the heavy sadness. And I actually said this to someone yesterday, a client that, you know, I feel a lot of sadness and it's like, oh no, you know, it's okay. And da, da, da. I'm, like, I'm not asking you to take my sadness away. Actually, I choose to sit in the sadness. I choose to feel what is here because this is not just about my life as an individual. This is about our communities, our families, our future, right? Our, our children's children and the, and the whole country. And so many people are affected in such a way that even if you don't realize you're being negatively affected, you are as a human being. The fact that if you think you're safe, if you think, well, I've got the vaccine and I'm going to live in my little bubble over here and I'm fine. You are delusional to think that that's going to be okay. You're also delusional to think that you are safe on one side of this, that these people, there's this power at B who are already starting to discriminate against one group of people because of their, their, their own choice that they're not going to do it to you as well. It's just a matter of time. Because this shit is about to get so much worse. And I'm not even just talking vaccinations, talking where it's all going to go. And for a lot of you, you know where that's kind of going. And you've looked at um, the Economic Forum and Agenda 2030. And if you think it's good, well, I, I would wake up to that because it's definitely not a path of freedom. And right now, our freedoms are, are disappearing, our external freedoms by the day. And to then just push the... the push the emotion, push the experience aside to say, oh, it's all good. I'm going to go back and live my life. I'm like, why not actually sink into your humanity and feel the sadness, feel the frustration, feel the, just the disgust of what's going on and let ourselves take the time to, in a sense, be in what I would kind of consider as like sacred ritual, right? Or uh, reverence of, of what's going on and that we can come together and really 
honor each other as humans and be like, yes, I've had to make this decision and I chose to do that, but I love you and I sit with you and collectively we're sitting in this together and all of the heaviness and the sadness and the horrendousness that is happening in humanity right now, as opposed to, oh, it's totally fine and I can kind of live in my bubble and I'm just not going to look at any of the suffering. I'm just not going to look at the other people that have been affected. You know, I mean, I don't have to go so far to illustrate many other times in our history where oppression has been experienced when the majority of people have gone, oh, well, it doesn't really affect me. This is just the way it is, you know? I mean, black people are just less than, and they like being slaves. That's just what they were born for. Don't don't look too closely. Don't feel that, you know? Don't look into the slave's eyes. You wouldn't want to feel that. Just accept that this is the way it is. And a lot of people have said to us, oh, you can't say that. You can't compare these times because you, you weren't born a certain color or you weren't born a certain religion or whatever. You weren't born gay. I don't mean to alarm any of you, but stop that. This is exactly the fucking same thing, right? It's painted a different color. Yes, I could go out and get vaccinated or not, but this isn't about that. If you're vaccinated or not, we're all being discriminated against. We're all being separated. This is segregation for everybody. This is not okay. This is a government, which is just a form of global slavery, is dividing our families and our communities and then we're fighting with each other and you've got idiot reporters or journalists or whatever they want to call themselves telling you to go and shame each other. Has this person done any research into the dangers of shame and what that actually does to people and what that does to the human psyche? Is this person aware of the lifelong damage of that type of emotional abuse? You think that you do all of that and they get vaccinated that those people are going to be okay? They're not, and you can see the strain on the mental health system under the guise that one, the vaccine even works, or that it's stopping transmission, which it's not. So I'm feeling very, well, I mean, angry right now and frustrated, but heavy, very, very heavy in the fact that we're not taking time to sit in our humanity in the sense of we could, I want to use the word sacred, that we could, we could sit together in sacred space and really honor everything that's going on and then come together and be more solution-based of how can we come together with love. And that does not mean pushing it to one side and not looking at it, right? We've got to face it with integrity. We've got to feel what is here. We've got to support and love each other in the ways that we can. We've got to honor each other's choices. And we've really got to be able to, to listen and to care and to just hold more integrity with the things that actually means something to us. Like, do you know what your values are? Do you know what morals are? What do you believe? What is your actual belief system? And I think for John and myself, you know, we we do so much learning around belief systems right? or ideas of, of what people believe. And then when I talk to people, I'm like, wow, you have no idea what you believe. You have no idea what your worldview is or what your belief system is or what your values are. You are just hearing it right? Maybe it's from the news or wherever you get your information from. And then just taking bits that you like, like stickers, you just sort of put them on. I'll take that one and I'll take this. Oh, this is a nice one. I'll take that. But without any grounded integrity of really going into something or into a philosophy or a, um, what's it called? Ideal. Ideology. Ideology. Thank you. And just, just belief system in itself. Even if you're like, I'm a materialist, I'm an atheist. 
Do you even know what that means? Do you understand the fundamental building blocks of what you're saying you believe in? Have you ever taken the time to study it? Because you can't claim to believe something if you don't know what it is, right? You're just a fucking robot if you're believing what other people are saying, taking it, and then telling other people what to do, you know? We don't have any right to tell anybody else what to do, ever, period. We never have. And yet we live, and we were born into these systems where we're told that a government, so a few people, are governing over millions of others. I mean, that could literally be the definition of insanity, right? We are such these conscious, incredibly complex, amazing, <laughs> programmable beings <laughs> that can operate of our own accord when we know who we are, when we understand the nature of things, right? how the world works. We could actually look after ourselves, surprise, surprise. But we're being told and bullied that actually, no, we can't trust ourselves. We're not allowed to know who we are. We're not allowed to do our own learning. We've just got to blindly like walk in a fucking straight line, listen to what they're saying, do that for the greater good. People who are espousing the greater good, I'd love them to actually break that down. Do they understand what the greater good is? That they're professing how deep have they gone into those arguments if we all get the vaccine everything will be fine i'm like is that is that as far as you've gone was that the end of your research where did you go beyond that what is your future projection of this do you understand how any of these things work what is your understanding of reality of spirit of god of spirituality of, of any of these things and i just have a feeling there is a lack of integrity in actually taking the time that's required to understand what we believe rather than just getting up on some righteous high horse thinking you know what you're talking about, but not at all. And at the same time, I'm like, everyone should be able to do what feels right to them. But it's really hard to know what feels right for us if we haven't connected to who we are. Mm. Thank you, Nicole. <laughs> Anytime, John. <laughs> now, I just want to fold in the next angle on this particular uh, point that we're making is, uh, and I'm going to use a kind of statistical analogy when we're talking about this idea of the collective. And because we are succumb, we succumb, we are completely surrounded by a barrage of numbers all of the time. And the one of the most favoured ways to present things to uh, people is through the idea of percentages and this idea of the majority, particularly when you're trying to uh, win an argument from the position of the greater good from the majority, majority rules, etc., etc., etc. So working these percentages is trying to diminish to a certain degree the amount of people who are being segregated using this new... Um, vaccine passport system new in reference to where we are in Auckland, New Zealand. And using these statistics to try and belittle the minority is a grand um, kind of tactic that is being used right now. And so while the, the constant um, information that's being presented to people is this idea of this many people are already vaccinated so we're not 
we're not even really segregating that many. It's only like 10%, maybe 9%, maybe 8%. And uh, this idea that the numbers are telling the truth, I would <laughs> like to kind of put that one up to question. Um, I don't know that any of the people that are putting these numbers forward to us can be trusted based on the history of them using numbers um, and the reality of what's actually happening. But for now, we'll just look at the point that now that we've hit this magical number of the 90s, the 90s is so close to 100, it's so close to everyone, it just doesn't really matter, you know, because there's only 10% there's only of people. And then let's break down that 10% into smaller pieces. So it's just, you know, it's just a few Māori and Pacific people over here and a few of this particular group over here. But, oh, statistically, it's none of this type of group. So, well, actually, none of those people are being segregated. So segregation isn't really happening. And all of these distortions that we're being presented with mm. are really twisting people's perception around the fallout of the segregation and we are yet to see what the pushback looks like. And I am encouraging all of you to think about the ways, whether, you're, whether you've you know, taken these jabs or not, think about the ways that you can push back against the segregation, because I assume if, you've, if you're listening to this, that you have some sense of groundedness in your... Um, and your way of looking at things. We have a feeling that something isn't right. Mm. There is a feeling that we all have in ourselves, in our hearts, if you're connected to it, that something isn't right. And it's not actually got to do with if you got it or not or whatever, but the feeling of just like, there, there is something going on here that isn't okay. That is very, very dark. That is heavy. That is not in alignment with the highest and greatest good for all of humanity. And we have been, I'm going to say it, brainwashed into believing that a few people being sacrificed for the greater good is okay. Mm. I'm going to say this because I 100% believe it. That is such a lie. That is such a lie. We do not have to live in a society that is based on human sacrifice. Are you, are you stepping up? Is yeah. it you? You listening to this? Are you the one Maybe wants... your child or yeah. your husband. Your or mother? just your next door neighbour. You know, you kind of yeah, yeah. don't know them very well. Maybe, Maybe just your enemy. You could choose them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I would say that the people suggesting there should be some form of sacrifice are the people who are volunteering. Mm. In fact, it should be the people that serve us, right? So I feel like Jacinda would be the first mm. as the one who would sacrifice herself because she has sacrificed her life for the Le service leadership. of the people. That's leadership. Even though... There are people currently protesting outside where I think it was Wellington, where she was, and she will walk past like they're invisible. These are her so-called people. I mean, as I've said, her slaves, who she would not even acknowledge their existence. And we have also been conditioned to believe that that's okay, right? But we're so far away from our humanity, from love, from actually who we are. It's very, very disturbing. And I use this word human sacrifice because mass vaccination and the way it's being done means that some will die. And it's not like from a naturally... Statistically, this is not yeah. a conspiracy. This is statistically proven in every single instance of mass vaccination. Statistically, people will die. 
I mean, any pharmaceutical, any drug, right? Someone's going to die. Like that's just basic. The vaccine, 100%, this has happened. And then they we use that. percentages, right? Because these are just, that's just 0.1%. That 0.1% is still a large number of humans. And this is, we would say, oh, well, people are dying of COVID. Okay. But if you die of COVID, right? And we, we could go into the details of who's dying from COVID, but that's or different. with COVID. With was much better than it said. Um, it's in something that's naturally occurring and your body you know, the actual environment of your body, yeah, and the way you have chosen to live is creating a condition where you then, say, get sick and maybe you die from it. Now, I'm not saying that's good. I don't think, I don't want anyone to die in a way that isn't how they're supposed to die, right? Because we all die and we should really get more comfortable with that. But We have another podcast about that that you might listen to. (laughs) Injecting healthy people, healthy people who look after themselves and choose to do that and not giving them a choice about it and the chance that they could die statistically, it can only be called human sacrifice, right? Then saying, if you don't, if you don't come into this, this global human sacrifice activity experiment, we're going to segregate you from society. Oh, but by the way, you've still got to pay your taxes, but you can't use anything that they pay for. Now, if you're trying to tell me that this isn't a form of slavery, I think you're batshit crazy. Mm. This is, it's beyond. I mean, I've personally always thought that the world was fucked, but now I'm going, it's just heightened, right? It's illustrated. And when I say the world, I think the trees are perfect. Yeah. I think nature is absolutely in perfect alignment. I actually think humans can perfectly align with nature, but the systems and structures that benefit the few and shit on the many are not are not okay, right? They they need to come down, and we are seeing this in such a a huge way. But so many of us do not want to look at the truth. We don't want to feel this. We don't want to look at that our actual fellow brother and sister or someone who we were friends with last week, and now they've chosen to not partake in a, a global experiment of human sacrifice, and then you, you're not their friend anymore. You know you've been kicked out of the family. All this sort of shit. I mean, I personally. I'm not allowed to see my family. How is any of that normal or okay? And we're being, it's being kind of thrown upon us. And in the lack of, the lack of, of courage, maybe is probably a word of being able to look at the, the uncomfortable truth, maybe say, Ooh, well, potentially there's another story going on. And then can we sit in this real sacred place? Like I said before with each other and honor, honor the heaviness of what's going on and come back to each other and say, my brother, my sister, my child, can I understand you again? We've got far away. We've got far, far away. Let's take some time. What can we do more moving forward? How can we, how can we take the next step together, not separately? And I just, when I finished, we were just looking at a, um, uh, a post on social media and one of a beautiful restaurant. Um, I will say who it is actually. It's Shout out to Jung Ken. Jung Ken. And Jewel Voice Road, Ponsonby. Japanese style uh, restaurant, really beautiful place. They uh, let's just say Japanese-style takeaways these days. Yes, yeah, so they have they have made a statement to say they won't fully open until we're in the green light because they don't want to endorse segregation. How incredible, right? Now, someone's come on there who's obviously on this other circled side abusing them and saying they're that unsafe. they're unsafe and dangerous. Now, we're sitting here laughing. It's like, I can't believe you're doing this. You don't understand the pandemic. It's like, they're not opening. How is that more unsafe? All the other restaurants with vaccine passes are opening and Ministry of Health has already said the vaccine doesn't stop transmission. How is Jing Jiang Ken unsafe and dangerous? They are taking more 
provisions. Well, precautions. Precautions, right, in that sense, and are not buying into a world of segregation. So we just want to say, yes, power to the people who are able to stand up and can do this. We also understand the ones who can't. There are different reasons, but, you know, if you can and you do, it's really, really beautiful. But understanding the stupidity of the abuse on the other side, that is not critical thinking. That is just being told what to do. And we know that this person actually runs um, some of the big the big vegan groups on social media. Vegan New Zealand and John and myself have been, I'd say we don't necessarily identify now as vegan, but we eat a vegan diet. Um, but we've been in those groups and they're highly abusive, you know, highly, highly abusive. It's like, if you want to do something good, do it for you, but don't shit on someone else doing something else, you know. And to this woman, I'm like, oh, just come back to your heart. Like they've, they've stolen your humanity. They've taken you away from your heart. You're, you're disconnecting from, from the essence of it all. And I know that there's, there's beauty in there, right? Somewhere. And I say, I know, I don't know, but I'm assuming. <laughs> but it is just, it's shocking to see. And I wanted to do this more in the, the face of, can we, can we slow down this week? Can we feel it together? Can we walk through this together? Can we come back to love? Can we please, please remember our humanity? And so our invitation to you, uh, hence the name of this podcast being about radical awareness, where our invitation to you is to get radical. Mm. And in this sense, the truest sense of the word, if you look at the etymology of the word radical, the part of it, rad, same root as radish. In fact, same root as root. So it means get grounded get your roots down, get a deep understanding of the ground that you stand on. That's what being radical is. Can you actually find the ground that everything is built from? Understand your foundations. Be aware of these things. What sits underneath all of the situations that exist in this world? Why have we got to the place that we've gotten to? Why? Ask yourself those questions. Why do you believe who you believe? Why do you follow who you follow? Why do you obey who you obey? And what would happen if you didn't? Mm. So get radical, everyone. Radical with us. It's so fun. There's another way. There's a way out of this. Mm. We're in it together. Well, that's us for the day. Thanks for listening. If you got to hear, whew. you did well. You really did. Yeah. Big pat on the back and much love to you all. And we will be back soon. Mm, I mm. think. Yes. Bye. We love you all. Goodbye. The Radical Awareness Podcast.